Yo, 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 welcome back to the Heroes and Mutant Podcast, episode 15, man. All right, so I'm Ruben here. Quince. Quincenera. Quincenera. So I'm Ruben. I got Jamie right here to my right. James. What James? Jimmy boy. All right. Jimmy James. Jimmy James. Jimmy D. Is that cool? Yeah, that's cool. Jimmy James? All Jimmy right. James. Jimmy James, James to my right. I got Nick in front of me. Nick Grayson. And J- Nick Grayson. Nick Grayson. All right. Thank All you, right. guys. And then Blunt Master J. Blunt Master J. Blunt Master J. Josh. Wow. Diagonal wow. to me. How you guys doing this week, man? Good, good. Pretty man. good, man. Still a little angry, but good. I mean, all, all things right. considered. Mm-hmm. All things considered, all without things. a doubt, RIP to George Floyd. Without all a doubt right. on yes, that sir. part. Rest in power. Um, I know times are crazy right now, mm-hmm. but we got to stick together, united. You know what I'm saying? I am, man. Come here ready to bring out another good week of content for you guys. So thank you guys for joining us. For yeah. those of you who need a distraction from all the fucking unrest and turmoil going on, we're here for you. Most mm-hmm. definitely. definitely. Oh, yeah, yes. Most we're definitely. Here. We're here for the people and with the people. You know what yeah. I'm saying? By the people, for the people, with the people. Most definitely, Nick. You already know it. <laughs> so talking about the people and everything that's going on, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, there was a man in a Joker costume setting fires to police vehicles. How you guys what? feel about that? What city was that in? Uh, to be honest, I'm not sure. But I know I did see a Joker maybe in New York. Yeah. But I don't think it's the same Joker though. Is he dressed yeah. as Joaquin Phoenix's Joker? No, yeah. he's, he's well, dressed in the Heath Ledger Joker. Oh, you haven't seen a lot perfect. of people with Heath. Ledger. The first video oh, yeah, that I did see was the Joaquin Joker, but I think the one we're talking about right now is the Heath Ledger. The Heath Ledger. Well, Heath Ledger's Joker was an anarchist. Yeah, so, so yeah, it goes in line more with that perfectly. like philosophy. Yeah, makes more. But sense. He even Joaquin burned. Phoenix's Joker is the one who started a movement and started riots <laughs> and started either people rising up against. Yeah, yeah, either man. both those jokers are good. They both work. I don't want to see no fucking. They both fit in with the times that are going on right now. Yeah. Speaking like, of which, that movie Joker kind of fits, even though the the riots in that movie are for different reasons, but it still relates to, I guess. With class what's going issues. on. It yeah. does. Definitely class just issues. Just the whole yeah. class family issues. and just them fucking them over. And yeah, shit. I feel like in, in, the, in the Joker, mm-hmm. Joaquin, you know, it was more like a mental illness kind of wise. You know society, what I'm saying? Society, society feeling like exactly. he rejected them or completely rejected and them. And I feel like with everything going on right now, it's still the same relation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the, uh, the aspect of everything going on right now, bro, it's like the Joker had... I agree with him 100% right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, he he was saying, like, society isn't the way it should be. People it's are fucked. treating people like shit, yeah. basically, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And you know what? A lot of those villains from, like, a lot of them are because of that, you know? Like, we are more seen as, like, growing up. It's like, we want justice. We want everything to be good. We want to fight the bad guys, you know? But once we get older and once we start seeing the actual reason why these villains are doing what they're doing, you're like, oh, shit. Like, you relate to what's going correlating on this life and you're like, oh, fuck, like… You you start agreeing with them and then just implementing that shit here is like right. crazy, man. I actually think that um the concept of superheroes goes very well um in times of civil unrest or social change. Because yeah. one of one of the reasons that Superman, the original superhero, was invented was uh invented by um two Jewish boys, and this was during the Holocaust. And in the original Superman comic books, he was punching out Nazis. It it gives um people who feel powerless a sort of like fantasy escape that makes you feel empowered about what's going on. Right. Yeah. The same thing with the X-Men, which in the 1960s when that came out, Stan Lee said that he made it to try to be rele- relevant to the civil rights era. That's what that was going right. on at the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Mutants yeah. not having the same rights as other people. Mutants not uh, being treated fair by society. And uh, Stan... Just the overall perception yeah. of people being scared just because they're mutants and not even trying to distinguish are they good or are they using their powers yeah. for good and yeah. trying to protect humanity or are they trying to do evil and trying to rob and steal and stuff like that. And I think that all goes back to Stan Lee who I believe at his core was a really good person and really believed in Peace. causes yeah. of uh, social justice. And he even right. I, on one of Stan... You ever heard of Stan Lee's Soapbox? Yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. yeah, on one of his soapboxes in the 1960s, he was talking about the issue of racism and how it's a disease mm-hmm. and how he tries to use some of his characters to address uh, current issues we face in society. So, well, so Professor so, Professor X and Magneto were a direct representation of that. Yeah. Professor X More is Magneto. Martin Luther King. Yeah, and then… And Magneto is Malcolm, Malcolm X. X. They're both 
reaching for the same goals, uh, societal change. One believes by doing it peacefully, and the other one that believes in doing it by force. Mutant so superiority. Right yeah, mutant superiority. Well, I don't feel like it was um, doing it by force. I just feel like Malcolm X had the aspect of if they're fighting us a certain way, back. we gotta fight back. Yeah. Protect yourself. That, that, that that's the same way. So that's why I feel that Malcolm mm-hmm. X had that aspect. Of yeah. It. yeah. Where Martin Luther King was more, you know, um, more come together, peace, they more peaceful, cohabitation. Co- there's yeah. certain, the, the, and I do agree with that. And he, even Martin Luther King, has certain um, quotes, you know, where he knew um, violence was necessary. He didn't promote it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. he knew it was necessary. Next and I think that's time. where Malcolm X came into it. Where he's like, we need this. And mm-hmm. we got to use it. it. We got to use it. It's not that we we have to use it. But we need to use yeah. it. Because yeah. if they're using that same force against us, why can't we use that same force? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm Especially saying? Especially so, if we have bigger numbers. So that's where I feel like when you do um, relate them. Like you say, um, Martin Luther King is fucking Xavier X mm-hmm. and then Magneto is freaking Mal- Malcolm, Malcolm X. You know? It's pretty crazy how they had yeah. the same mech. Uh, mm-hmm. huh. I wonder if the they X-Men did that intentionally. Is, the X-Men is Think heavily steeped in the civil rights movement. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Heavily. Yep. And, they e- and they even go for so far as in the newer X-Men movies, a lot of them dress issues of inequality, not just race, but like um, yep. like um, LGBT issues and all kinds of stuff. So... The X-Men has always been kind of an outlet for people who feel different or feel rejected by society. It's something that makes you feel good. And that's the great thing about superheroes. They allow us to take our fears, our inner desires, and project them in a way that's very positive and empowering. And a lot of people who think of... um, Because a lot of people will think about comic books and superheroes as like cheap disposable, disposable entertainment or junk. I think they kind of missed the point of what it is, what the core values of what superheroes represent and what they mean to society. Instead people, of just yeah, entertainment. Yeah. Or where those origins came from. Yeah. You know I think what I'm people saying? need heroes. People yeah. need something to look up to. People need Without to feel a, a sense of hope or yeah. feel that good will conquer all. So very much a reflection of ourselves. And I want to um, add to that. You know, I agree with you on that, um, James, because uh, for the fact that you're saying that... Uh, you know, these people are, we need heroes in this day and age that is going on. But definitely, it's crazy how comic books do relate to villains too, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At this mm-hmm. point in age, <clears throat> the cops are the villains right now, if if I'm not mistaken, yeah, right? Have, they, yeah. they, okay, Since the beginning that's true. Of time. From I the mean, beginning of time, know the there were always, you the, know, federal authorities, authority figures, authority one-sided. figures, you in know, general. they started doing that. They always. That once Slavery was free. They needed a way to know that they could control the the community without, like, they just never yep. wanted to go. And it stuck throughout the time, you know. Not only blacks, we have Asian, Mexican that started coming to this country. So they op- they feel overpowered by us. So the only way they could feel like they're strong enough is by using force. And since they have a badge, which is basically meaning, oh, I'm above the law, they license just, to do more. Yeah, license to do more. When in reality, you don't like the fuck you only go there for 18 weeks fucking run five miles and then you're considered a fucking cop and us the people are paying them too so how are they gonna turn that against us you know what I'm saying that's fucking ridiculous I mean that's what happens when you give people power they get over heroes and mutants getting really deep now Mm-hmm. Really is, man. Mm-hmm. Well, we got the platform to talk about time. this. We gotta use well, we use have. this platform, take yeah. this advantage. Positive you know what way. I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So if you we guys, gotta take yeah. advantage. So if you guys could go out and protest and march, go do it, man. Like we all need to stand together. The more numbers we have out there, the bigger difference we will make. And that's what they're scared of right now. That's what. Yeah. Because they know we have the numbers. Yeah. Because yeah, that's why. Leave mom and pop shops alone. Just go out and protest. Don't yeah. go fuck shit up. Yeah. Because yep. a lot of people, Work especially hard. yeah. And I'm not condoning looting or rioting. However, if you feel the need, if you absolutely have to, please do it like a corporate store. Don't do it to your local. Burn down Trump Towers. Yeah. Yeah. Go corporate. We're going crazy now. Go corporate, (laughs) not local or small businesses. If protest though. Protest. Protest though. I wouldn't say go loot and rob at all. No, no, no. At all. I would even say if you have to and don't just don't do it at all. Yeah, yeah actually, away from that. you're right. I'm sorry for my no, bad advice. No, no, no. It wasn't bad advice. Like you say, you didn't condone it. And mm-hmm. yeah. if people are gonna do it, do it with a good cause, or if you're gonna do it, just be safe. Do too, it to you know, we do it to the people that it's gonna hurt or make a change. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Don't do it to small businesses. Like, yeah, they don't deserve. What is that, that gonna do? But you're I want to talking about people. the villain topics. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I heard a uh, Bane. 
Mm. It's pitched for a movie after the success mm-hmm. the success of the Joker, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. Uh, do you really feel like studios should focus on films based on villains? Um, I feel like it's a little bit different with the Joker because he has this long-standing brand. Like you associate the Joker, and anybody's gonna know that what, what like who you're talking about, like what what he's all about, and even people that don't know comics, it's a little bit harder. Like with Bane, unless you've kind of seen like you're probably the main thing they're gonna think of is Tom Hardy. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a little bit different. Like I think there's interesting stories to tell. It's just a little bit harder to sell them because of the fact of not a lot of people have. Which it's it's it can work out, but Disney. I mean, I'm um, Disney. Warner Brothers and DC really have to build up that brand. The reason like Guardians worked so well was because everything Marvel was turning out turned into a huge success. So yep, people yeah. went into it with that same mentality, saying like, "Oh, these are characters we don't really know." But you know, Marvel is doing really good things, and then Guardians turned out to be one of the one of the best things in that in the, like the, in was the it universe. Phase one, Phase two, whatever. Phase two. <laughs> phase two. One of the best things they did, and overall, probably one of the better movies, just because nobody expected it to be as successful as it was. Yeah. So I think it just if you're gonna do a villain, it, they have to have like especially DC. They aren't on the best terms and like with um, box office and critical successes. Um, so you would have to choose. The Joker would probably be like one of the only main villains aside from maybe like Deathstroke. But that's a little bit different because Deathstroke is that would be very heavily action based. Yep. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I could see that working. And also Deathstroke is freaking awesome. So And he's had more <laughs> exposure than the average DC villain. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. He was a very big hitter in freaking what was that? Teen called? Titans. Suicide, Suicide Squad. In T Titan, then he came out of Suicide Man. Squad and he came out in freaking Justice the Arrow League. show too as well. That cameo um, by Joe Magnello. So oh, I yeah, hope Joe we get Magnello. to see him. And not only a couple, I wouldn't even say well, a cameo. I think he was the Deathstroke for Ben Affleck's Batman. Yeah, well he was he, he was, was supposed, supposed to appear to. in it, but then um they said ever ever since the focus was just gonna be uh I don't I think he was um the guy who directed the first two Raid movies was supposed to direct that one. Um, yeah. I think Garrett, Garrett Evans, Gareth Evans. He was supposed to direct the uh, Indonesian, um, really, really amazing martial art, uh, Indonesian martial arts film. It would have been. So it actually would have been amazing, but yeah. I don't know what happened. That kind of got put on hold. And now I don't even know. If, we don't even know if Joe Magniello is coming back. I think it came to a pretty That's too creativity. Um, it's a good choice for that role. Yeah. yeah. Conflict. Especially the director the and actor. Cosplay like, art oh my him? God. Joe Magniello looked awesome. Bro, Joe, bro. He's been killing you, it too for that. You touched on the Guardians thing where um, I think… It's it's gonna be a risk no matter what. Oh yeah, because you said um like how Guardians nobody expected that to be so good and so big, and I think that made it even I guess more successful because nobody expected anything. Right. Shout out, out, out to it. James Denda. Yeah, shout out to James. James Gunn did. And that's a lot of just James Gunn's yeah. directorial style was perfect for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, for that movie. Definitely. But um, it's really hard to say because I personally I kind of feel like I mean like a villain like the Joker. The Joker is one of the few villains that's almost as iconic as the hero. Oh, yeah. That yeah. Even more so. <laughs> and in some ways, and in some circles… In cell culture. It really… It actually… He's probably more popular. Yeah. But… <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's, it's hard to say with a lesser known villain. Not that Bane is lesser known, but I don't feel like he's iconic in the way that somebody like the Joker is. Yeah. However, like the Guardians thing… The only way we're going to get something like that is if we take chances on unknown heroes. Right. Yeah. So it's going to be a yep. big gamble for studios. Like, I feel like with Warner Brothers, like, they could do something that's really good. But it's just a lot of people might not have that trust because mm-hmm. of, you know, the past. So it's a little bit different. That's why Marvel had this really, you know, MC, the MCU had this really great brand with all these movies that ever church are turning out movies over success. So it's going to be like, yeah. I, I feel like it could be a situation where it could get like highly acclaimed critically, but then not do so well in the box office because nobody's really trust going to trust um, DC and Warner Brothers with their money right now. However, I do think that critical acclaim does affect box office. Oh, to it's a, not saying it to, does to it, an but... extent because if you think about a movie like on um, Batman versus Superman, it was projected to make a certain amount of money. And then as soon as the reviews hit Rotten Tomatoes five days before its mm-hmm. release, right. the projections went, went down. Down. Right. down. So having critical acclaim, having good word of mouth, when, peop- of yeah, when people hear that the movie's good or a lot of people like it, <clears throat> you're going to get more asses in seats. Yeah. Right. So they just have to make sure they have… A qu- I'm not saying that good movies always make money. That They don't. There are some great movies that didn't really make, make a lot of money. But they kind of need to make sure with these villain films that their quality… Because especially if it's a lesser known villain, that Rotten Tomato score is going to make it or break it. Yeah. 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 Mm, yeah. I mean, my, my suggestion would have just been, you know, uh, they're doing a pretty good route. Like, you know, Shazam, Aquaman did good mm-hmm. in terms of uh, in terms of the 
uh, at the at the critical yeah. in the critical spot. So I think that's a good start and a couple more movies and maybe they can take a chance on a villain. I think it's a little bit harder right now just because people aren't so trusting right now. Well, then Aquaman did like what? Did it, it did over a billion, right? Yeah, it yeah. did. But Shazam, did. Shazam did like four or five hundred. Shazam million. was a bust. No, I mean, it was it, a good movie. It made its movie back. It made its money back. Not as much. But I think it was just more of the actress than the movie, though. Actor? Well, actor. Yeah, my bad. I said. Are you talking about Zach Levi? No, I'm talking about. Oh, we're talking about Shazam. You said Shazam. My bad. Yeah, Shazam. Shazam. But I feel like Aquaman, Jason Momoa was a huge thing. Yeah, because Jason Momoa. My bad. I was thinking about Black Adam. My bad. Also, too, at the time it came out, that one is going to be good because that's going to be a villain movie. That's going to be the origin. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I think we already know that. DC is gonna have one like that. That's right. what I was but talking about. But for Bane, I think Bane, the best way they should have brought a side movie to it was after the trilogy of the Black Knight. Just Dark Knight. Just, not the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. Movie, though, even I, think so, I think so because they already had a, some sort of storyline to Bane. Like he was, he's the one that protected Ra's al Ghul's daughter. So mm-hmm. there's some sort of storyline which would but have been. But no one is never gonna go for but that. But no one was there. No so one, now, so now bringing in a Bane that. movie is just totally out of the con- like that context. Even, it's like you already have just like you have everything else that's DC. Like to bring him back and even try to get Tom Hardy back is gonna be hard because he's already a Marvel character. So I don't know if you would transition to DC. What, but that was before he became really, a Marvel though. Really Jimmy's quick. got something. No, no, no. Him. What were you gonna say? Before, uh, you were saying something and then you stopped. Honestly, I forgot. You forgot? Okay, I'm sorry. I just was curious. <laughs> it's okay. okay. I'm trying okay. to remember, but... You're looking okay. out though, Jimmy. Happens, okay. It's okay. Thank uh, you, brother. But see, what I'm going with that aspect though is like, I really don't agree with what you were saying. Mm-hmm. So you just want a Bane fact, movie? You want a Bane movie now? I, no, I, mean, I don't want a Bane movie yeah, at all. I yeah, want them to do more villain movies, all. like they said, as long as production is very good nah, and but there's the some way sort you, of storyline to go for it. But I'm saying if there was aren't to there be a more Bane movie, iconic Batman villains than Bane? You got Riddler, yeah, you got Riddler, Penguin, you got, Catwoman. Catwoman. I mean, Catwoman's not a villain, but Mr. I mean, Freeze. Mr. And they've already tried all those aspects of it, but those were back in the world. Late 80s, early 90s. Not a villain movies. No, but I'm just talking about Batman movies when it came to like the Riddler or, you Mm -hmm. know, Mr. Freeze and even Catwoman like we were talking about. I feel like those those movies weren't, um, they could have been better. They just didn't have that storyline that it could have been. And if they were to try to actually renew that today, and if they did fix the storyline, I think it would be way better than those movies that they had. I actually like Tim Burton's Batman movies. They're good. Tim Burton has a... I, I, I went a little off the deeper end. Or he made it to Burton on the Batman Return. Returns, though. But the original 1989 oh, yeah. Batman yeah. is like um the 1940s Batman based in film noir, where it's a lot darker, the smoky alleyways. Gothic architecture. The architecture that looks amazing. The original uh, Tim Burton's Batman had a fucking amazing Gotham City. Like, uh, it's almost like you, you would dream Gotham mm-hmm. City might look like if it were real. real. Life. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I mean, I like the Tim Burton ones. Well, you're Batman Re- Tim Burton has that dark sense. Batman Returns does go off the deep end and as a Batman movie, maybe it's not the best Batman movie, but it is a good movie. Oh, yeah. It's entertaining. Yeah. Scarecrow. Alright, but Wait, going back no, to that aspect, yeah. all I'm saying Sorry. is Bane definitely does not deserve his own movie right now. I'm not saying, but if it's done right, obviously they yeah. could make oh, a good movie out of it. It's just not net. I don't know if it's. Necessary. Would you put it's not Would you put be. it in the timeline of the Dark Knight? No, nah, I still say no. Nah, Christopher Nolan no. made a big point with the Dark Knight trilogy that it was a self-contained universe that's not connected to a larger DC thing. There's a beginning, a middle, and an end. Yeah, he does not want that universe touched. So yeah. I don't see that ever happening. Yeah, well, he's already said that as long as he's directing, Robin would never appear. So that. Pretty much tells you the scope <laughs> it's of how, how it's going to be. Yep. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Talking about the DC, um, you know, topic right now. Um, are you guys excited to see uh Henry Cavill? 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 No, it's actually Cavill. 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 Because it's Cavill. pronounced travel. We like Cavill. It, 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 No, it's Cavill. I I, I looked it up. They, <laughs> oh, you they say it, it, Siri said it to you or what? They, when you pronounce like it, 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 you can it rhymes with travel. <laughs> so it rhymes yeah, with travel. So it's Cavill. Cavill travel. All right. So Cavill check travel. it out. Check it out though. So how do you guys really feel about the um the reports about him coming back? Well, it's been confirmed, Superman. right? It's yeah. been confirmed. He's Three movies, back. contract. Henry nice. Cavill is coming back. I'm fucking excited. I'm super excited. I mean, I liked Man of Steel. It's not perfect. I have some issues with it. But yeah. I really like mm-hmm. Henry Cavill. He looks oh, the yeah. part. Yeah. He fits the part. He acts it well. I think he's… 
as far as the DC universe goes, Henry Cavill as Superman has never been the problem with oh, yeah. any of those movies. Mm, yep. In oh, fact, yeah. it's probably one of the highlights of those movies. Easily. Easily. And Easily. I really um I really didn't like the Justice League movie, but I liked everything with Superman. Yeah. It was the first time I'd ever seen Superman on screen where I actually felt like I was looking at the Man of Steel. Like the real Ooh, fucking okay. Superman. And I love the Christopher Reeve Superman movies. They're good yeah, you know, in their own way. I know that some people, it's blasphemous to even suggest that they're Oh, yeah. Very nostalgic people. Who well, I think just for era. his time. They, for its they time. were just neglecting it. And it opened it, up. The, but it was still good. Yeah. Like you're saying, yeah I think it opened up the world. But Henry Cavill, to me, fits it so well. And I want to see… I want to see a more optimistic Superman. Right. Not that I need Superman. Okay. Like, I, I understand that you Damn. want to make things dark and gritty. And that's fine. I don't think Superman needs to be dark and gritty. Serious. No, definitely not. Take it seriously. Yeah, but he doesn't. But doesn't mean dark and gritty. I'm thinking something more like… I would like to see something along the lines of like all-star Superman. Oh, that would be cool. Would be like, he was incredibly powerful. Dude, yeah. And just his personality. Perfect. Like that to me is how Superman should be portrayed on the big screen. Like they did with that comic. They that's, they did a phenomenal job. He's um he's inspiring. Mm-hmm. He's heroic. But he's not corny. Or yeah. just he feels modern general. enough. Right. Yeah. Like you're saying, right? The S on his chest. It means hope, right? You want to see more hopeful things, you know? Instead of just you're right. let's the dark bright- side the way, you know, with um, Zack Snyder's… And let's brighten up that suit a little bit. Because I've seen some people online who took uh, photos of Henry Cavill. How he looks in Man of Steel. And photoshopped it to make the colors look brighter. And a little too brighter. saturated. It looks a little better. To yeah. Me. yeah. Well, in like Justice it. League, it, it looked brighter. I thought it looked. Well, it was, like I thought it was good. Blue, a good, kinda. a good mixture of bright. Okay. Yeah. But, but that's probably because of Joss Whedon. Oh, that's yeah. not Zack Snyder. Without a doubt. Yeah. Zack Snyder wants everything darker. So darker. Yeah, I would have that. Not bright blue, but like. That like you were blue. saying that navy, that navy blue with that brightness to it, it was perfect. Right. Because yeah. Superman should is not a dour character. He's no. supposed to be like Captain America, like Captain America, but cooler. In my opinion. Not cool. We're getting wrong. We're getting on another subject. So let's, let's keep Oh my <laughs> God. Don't <laughs> ever compare him to Captain America like that. I think we're going no, another no, Well, they're I'm supposed a, to be the same I'm one. Especially yeah, between nah. Marvel and DC. Truth, but no. No, 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 no. I made a boo Freaking Captain America was freaking… He was made, bro. I apologize. Captain America was made. Alright? He went there. He went there. Don't… Yeah, I'm going there. Well, I was talking about him. I'm going… Alright. Sorry. You guys went there. You no, guys he went, went there. there. That's I, what I'm I saying. Say they anything. went there. They went there. Nick, Nick Kuba, we my opinion is my opinion alone, and I'm not. Yeah, I'm not judging anybody you. else. Listen, I'm, I'm, not, just, I'm, I'm just, not judging you. I'm just saying no. I'm just right? gonna be like I'm the office and no. look into the camera. <laughs> All right. I'm just saying, Superman. Don't ever compare <laughs> Superman to Captain America ever, bro. <laughs> Ever. Well, okay. Well, I'm gonna right. say I, for one, am super excited, uh, especially when you take in the context of what. Um, what Henry Cavill's career has turned out. Like he was actually the finalist for um, Superman Superman Returns. But he lost out to Brandon Routh because he was so young. He was only like 21, 22. And then you know you take… He was actually a finalist for um, Casino Royale to be the new Bond. And lost out because he was too young. He was supposed to be Edward Cullen. But then lost out because he was too old. So it's kind of funny. He lost two roles because he was too young. And the third… And I think… Um, and then he had done what? Like Immortals at the same time that he, had, he was already cast. He was doing Superman. So… I think it was really cool when you take that into context of like how it all round, rounded about. And then you was like, okay, finally we're getting like that, this, you know, this iconic role as Superman and he's yeah. so perfect. And then it, uh, I didn't, I didn't feel like the movies did him justice. Like I didn't, um, Man of Steel was decent. I thought was going in a better, in a, could go in a better direction. Batman vs Superman went off a little in the deeper end and there was too much like too darkness yeah. and too much like not that iconic version of Superman. And it's hard for Superman because if you go across with like that that um that iconic, you know, boy scout image, then people are yeah. saying, "Oh, he's he's too good. Like this he's too perfect." But with that version they went with, it's like, "Oh, he's too depressing, he's too sour, he's too devoid of, <laughs> the, of of like his humanity. Uh, he's not, you know, that star that star protector of humanity than that that shining hope of of uh, that shining example of hope." And so to see, I was actually really sad when it came out that was reports that he was going to be not coming back because I they didn't have too. any any immediate plans for Superman. They're going to do yeah, Supergirl, but they weren't going to do Superman. It's like, what the hell are you guys doing? <laughs> well, I mean, they're so, doing Harley Quinn without doing the Joker in the DC universe. So well, that's a little bit different, though. I think, yeah, but she, she has a brand and a name, and she's like, 
there is a big point of like her breaking off from the Joker in the comics, which and especially Injustice really so built up on that. More, is Harley but, Quinn more popular than Supergirl these days? Yeah, yes. I would say so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that yeah. probably. Yeah, but so it's it's like I was for one probably the happiest person in the world when the reports came about that he was going to be returning. Although I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I still don't think they have any immediate plans to do like a sequel to Man of Steel. So he's probably going to be like the Hulk, where he's making appearances in other films, um, like with what they're doing with the MCU with Hulk. Um, but I'm still just like I can't. Ima- I can't ex- like, contain my excitement and gratitude for this because you Henry Cavill is so perfect, suit. dude. He's perfect for no. this. He is yeah. too perfect. He's too handsome. There's mm-hmm. <laughs> on the topic of DC though right now. I mean, yeah, there's only certain. I mean, Superman only, should be handsome. Yeah. Certain, Let's be there, honest. They don't want to fucking yeah. fuck yeah. me. Well, Superman. That's why I couldn't be Superman. Now, when it comes to to Henry, there's just certain actors that fit the part. Yeah, you know, Robert exactly. Downey Jr. fit the part of Iron Man. Henry Cavill fits the freaking part of Superman. Yeah. as good just, as bad as Ben Affleck is as Batman, that's how good Henry Cavill is as Superman. Yeah, I, 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 I'm sorry. That, I, no, no, check it. I actually that, liked Affleck. I'm not gonna lie. I like what you said. I, I like what Bat you said. That's a whole different. Bit, but not whoa, that whoa, much. whoa! We'll go back to this topic. <laughs> without a doubt, we'll compare. We'll compare these two another day. Without a doubt, I'll take George Clooney. But the check it though. Oh, check it. God, get next subject, please. Next subject, please. On to the next. On to the next. Uh, check it out. So. I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with the whole Batwoman, you know, TV series on the C-Dub. So, mm-hmm. Kate Kane… C-Dub. I like that. C-dub. Yeah. I like yeah. it too. C-Dub. Yeah. C-dub. C-dub See, if bro. they were called the C-Dub, they probably might make better shows. Huh. Nah, it's still be so C-dub you? Yeah. Nah. If you call it dub, you got to nah, make it a little cooler. If you call cooler. it dub, you got to nah, make it… You got to have that vibe, bro. You got to have that vibe. You know what I'm saying? But nah, check it out. <laughs> check it out. Like I, like I was leading into… Like I was leading into… You know what I'm saying? So, Kate Kane, right? Yeah. Ruby Rose. Mm-hmm. She is not reprising her role for the second season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And instead of… Uh, recasting? Recasting, they're just replacing okay. a, whole, a whole new… They're introducing a whole new character into this uh, Batwoman role. Mm-hmm. What are you guys' thoughts on that? Like, I, I honestly, I think it's a better move just because… Mm-hmm. Like this, this like there everything you have to do now has to do a shared universe. So mm-hmm. if you're gonna have another, it's it was kind of like when you luckily for the MCU they re, they were able to replace um, uh, Edward Norton with uh, Mark, Mark Ruffalo, Ruffalo right away. So it wasn't too much of an issue. The only thing oh, was right I really away. loved Edward Norton, so I was like, damn, I'm, I was I was really sad that he didn't reprise his role. But with this, at least like you know it can say, oh, Kate got hurt or Kate Kate um you know just didn't want to yeah. do this anymore or whatever. So it's I think it's in a way to like where you don't it's not gonna draw the audience too much out and be like. Wait a minute! This isn't the same actress in this. I so in my opinion, I think it's a better move. Um, you could just say because- storyline, like it, like he says, it's like it's not going to be continuous as you as a show where it's like once the season starts, it's either them giving them that role and them taking the hand as that. Like no, if you're getting a new character, you have a whole different aspect and a whole new realm to right. actually work with. Right. Especially like you said, it's like if it's going to be a new Batwoman, this season is not going to start exactly like the first season was. It's going to be introducing a new character. And her but the same universe. Things, but the same universe. I think it's not necessarily even that it's the better option. It's the only option. Who the fuck is going to buy a main character being replaced by a different actor after a, the first full season set him up? Imagine Breaking Bad if they had recast Brian Cranston as Walter White or The Sopranos recasting James again. Yeah. It's stupid. So… I feel like they took the only the only viable option if they want to keep the show believable. Yeah. Definitely. True. So I I agree and disagree. Why I do you disagree? Like, Let's I hear know, it. Let us all right. Know. The disagreement Break is, it down. The all right. Let now, it be broke. I, I agree with y'all <laughs> just for the fact that like it may save their life. I think they're just going downhill from this point now. To be honest, just because uh, Ruby Rose backing out herself and she's saying, "Oh, I'm leaving because of the b- there's more to it behind the scenes than yeah. what it is." I think she wasn't not ready gonna leak for the role. I'm the not details. calling her. I'm not calling her out on that aspect. I just think she wasn't ready for the role. You so, said you thought she did good. You said you thought she did good though, right? Yeah, she okay. did do good. I, I ain't gonna lie. I, I I think she did do good. Okay. But like I said, she she's over here claiming that there's behind the scenes that people don't know about, yeah. and that that's makes there that's is. everywhere. Dude. There always yeah, exactly. Is. So always that's what I'm saying. I think that's where it happens everywhere. I just think she wasn't ready for a lead role for a TV no. series because when it comes to his TV series, 
that role, if you're a lead role, right, for that. Demanding. They it expect, takes, it, like you said, it's demanding. There's expectations. And not only that, it's harder than a regular cinema role, bro. Mm-hmm. When it, And everybody knows that. And if you don't know that, you have to spend then a lot you're more not time in the right league. That's, you know what, what that's I'm what everybody that's going into anything that has to do with comic books and superheroes. Like, you have to be fucking ready for the part. If you can't handle that shit like this happens, like, you, you know people… Overly obsessed over this character. It's their favorite character. They grew up yep. with them. They have some sort of history with it. So when it comes to mind, like these people have, like I said, the expectation for it. Um, so I feel like actors, when they go into it, they should really feel, feel like they're already going to, they know, they should expect what to expect. That's why, uh, like I was saying, I agree and disagree because uh, Ruby Rose could have took, bro, I ain't going to lie. The potential that Batwoman had was off the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now with um, Ruby Rose pulling out and then a adding show. a new, not even a recast. Like you said, they're just putting a new character, which is going to be, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's going to be uh, Ryan Wilder. A whole different character, not Who's even, that? not even from the comics. You know what I'm saying? So they're going to hold different aspects from this. So I'm saying it might decline from here, but if they Wait go, if they go up from here, I would be amazed. Well, yeah, I was there adding a new character. There you go. You're adding a new character. Like I said, you have such a wide spectrum to go with the new. A character. white spectrum. Wide spectrum. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> to go you said wide, right? Wide. Not white. Wide. <laughs> Sorry. I think you're still on the whole process kind of thing, you know. I'm still, on a lot of things right now. Oh, yeah. Mainly this. <laughs> <laughs> this is water, so don't. don't all right. So worry. final thoughts, though, on that Ruby Rose recast and all that. The only way forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only thing wait, that they can do. Wait, Damn. Then, yeah. We have to wait to see what goes on. Now. Damn. I like Ruby Rose, but. Damn, Ruby. Unfortunately, it's your fault. Freaking fault right now. Yeah, freak, man. Shit. God damn. All right, Evan Peters has been confirmed to come out in the um, WandaVision oh, yeah. TV series. Surprising. He's a good actor. Man. Very good actor. Very Is there a strong actor. possibility that he will be playing Quicksilver? I fucking hope so. Yeah. I feel like that's the only thing that fits him. And yeah. then if you're trying to introduce an, like an X Men, since he's such a fan favorite X Men, if you want to keep some exactly. sort of alive, hopefully bringing him into it would be great. Especially in WandaVision, if you're going to try to introduce an X-Men, I think that You've seen him on um, American Horror Story. He plays great. like different yeah. roles like all over the map. He's, He's a, a great actor. fucking good actor. Yes. And he kind of… I, I really loved him as Quicksilver. He's so mm-hmm. much more memorable than the MCU version. Mm-hmm. Than Kick-Ass. Yeah. Than Kick-Ass, yeah. <laughs> but um, I hope so. Be a, I think it would be a smart move. It'd be a really smart move. I've always like liked that. him a lot as an yeah. actor. Yeah. Same Especially here. that scene in fucking X-Men. That whole slow frame of it. Oh, I think man. that was just a whole new Bro. take on slow-mo where like they actually did great on that scene. They like, did, Because usually when you see fast-paced things, it's like you see them running fast. But in them, I've like, never seen it portrayed time. like that. Yeah. Where time is all good. standing still. And just the com- the comedic like sense to it, and shit. you're just <laughs> laughing the whole time. He's just he's, he's just like he's taking his time. Dark. I think the shooting starts, <laughs> and he's like. Not only that, the look on his face <laughs> yeah. Yeah. when he's doing it, yeah. he looks like he's having a blast. Where for him, it looks like he's slowly rearranging everything. Yeah, in yeah time, exactly. Or that catch yeah. it scene with fucking Magneto and, and fucking Wolverine when then yeah, that scene was dope. I, like, that's still the, the best on screen portrayal of. Time being sped up. Mm-hmm. It's the yeah. most, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, by far. Because they don't even yeah. do that for the Flash or even mm-hmm. Superman in cases like that, you know, when he comes down in like super quick movements and shit. Mm-hmm. DCEU, take note. Mm-hmm. That's yep. how you fucking film it. fast motion. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. exactly. And <laughs> even talking on that topic, I think I brought it up, I think it was last week or the last episode where they took days to film that. I believe it. scene. I oh yeah, that Quicksilver you scene. They do something like that. It's right a frame by frame. That. Yeah, yeah. Right it takes a lot of time doing know. stuff like that. Lots of um, skill. I don't. I, I. I'm happy he's doing it. Like it was a surprise and a shock to me. I just. I wonder if they're really just doing it to tease us and be like, oh, like he, like now we can get them into into thinking that he's playing Quicksilver, but who even know? Like we don't really know. I'm hoping that's what they're doing, but then it's like. 
you know, because he's is he going to be the same version uh, that Aaron Taylor Johnson played, or is he going to be like a Quicksilver from like a different timeline and a different universe? Yeah. So I really hope we do because I really you know this would be a, a probably the first introduction of the X Men before we mm-hmm. actually get them or at least a hint. Um, it's just at that point, like you know, they're just going to be called mutant. I, I don't. It's going to be a little bit hard because um, he's going to be a mutant, but then Wanda's not a mutant. So like, what what are they going to do from there? Like, I just it's going to be a little bit hard to introduce them in that aspect. I think the wolves uh, somehow consider her immune, especially also Spider Man. I feel like I mean, in the comics, they were considered mutants because they were based like they didn't have powers before, and they like drastically got them. So. Well, they got them through like other means, through, though. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't like they got it because of you know that the X gene or the X gene, you know yeah. biology. But since it's yeah. Marvel, it's going through a whole different direction. Yeah, it, you know. See, I have so, a whole mixed emotions when it comes to like mutants or or you know what they call them, and when it comes to agents and shields, you know uh, what do they call them? Uh, it's a different word from the because they couldn't use mutants because it's yeah like because a, of the cop the, the, the yeah, yeah. And and that's the what dude, I yeah. hate about. Um, well, we know that the we don't have to worry work. about that anymore. Yeah. Somewhat. Just flat out just no, I mean, they yeah. own Fox, so they don't got to worry yeah. about that they shit. Do. But the only thing the only is that now we're not going to get the same vocabulary from Fox to, as to MCU. Yeah, you know, the only reason why I say It's a so tiny much, tweak, though. so it's not that big of a deal. It um, is a little tweak, though. But, but like I was trying to go into this topic is because um it's a somewhat kind of aspect. Because if you think about it, when it comes to Spider-Man, Sony has the rights, right? So mm-hmm. they can allow certain powers to be introduced in the films that they're trying to introduce and stuff. You get you get what I'm what saying? Like certain like what? Uh, they don't allow certain powers to be introduced. Well, like you say, you, they couldn't say mutants, right? When mm-hmm. it came to um the Wait, ages so, of so, shield. So now I'm tripping out because they said that apparently that well Kickass was supposed to be cameoing in WandaVision. Well he signed brothers, he signed so. a multiple picture deal when he first did age uh when he first did Age of Ultron so would, but yeah. so how would they get Evan Peters, unless they do some weird show where they fucking try. And you know what? I wouldn't be shocked if Evan Peters ends up paying, playing a character that none of us even expected. Yeah, I mean, he, could he, he could go any role. Like He's he a said, good enough actor. American Horror Story. He portrayed a different character every Wide range season. of and different types of characters. Execution was perfect. Like he is a legit dope ass actor. Yeah, without a doubt. And you know what? Now that I was He'll be good in whatever they mm-hmm. whatever role they give him. Yeah. I'm excited for what's that. to come. I ain't gonna lie, I'm excited for what's mm-hmm. to come. Definitely. And since I brought up Spider Man and Sony and all that, mm-hmm. you know, uh JK Simmons is said to um he said He's reprising he, his role. He's reprising his bro, you know. For, J. Jonah Jameson. Uh, J. Jonah Jameson. So how mm-hmm. do you think his sequels are gonna be? How do you feel about him taking on his role again? You have to, yeah. Yeah. Like what the? I mean, <laughs> I like Sam Ra- Raimi. I love Sam Raimi's Spider-Man films, mostly not, the first two, not the yeah. third. We don't talk. We don't talk. <laughs> we don't go there. He can style himself. I like, like his uh, moves emo, though. Like, Peter can Parker actually when he wants. See that. I do like jazz. I do go to jazz clubs sometimes. He can take talk his ass doing. I like that co- shit. I like cookies. I like cookies. <laughs> mm-hmm. I hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we love you too. Uh, I had a brain fart. What just happened? <laughs> we were talking about well, Spider-Man. We were talking about, about how Spider-Man 3 was your favorite movie of all time. No. Screw everybody for not believing <laughs> in you. And- Wait, what? <laughs> how do you feel about J.K. Simmons? Oh, yeah. J.K. Simmons. He was, to me, Um, he seemed like he actually popped out of the comic book. More, oh, easily. Mm-hmm. More than any other version. I've uh, More than any other character in the Sam Raimi movies. I mean, I thought Tobey Maguire did a good job as yep. Peter Parker. And yeah. I thought a lot of people did good jobs with their portrayals. But that was the one… Where it felt like it literally jumped out of the comic book yeah. oh, onto the big screen. Not only that, it's also reminded me of um, Spider-Man the Animated Series. The way that he was portrayed on there. I could not think of a more perfect casting. J.K. Simmons, fantastic actor. But mm-hmm. he was fucking born to play J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, There's easily. No reason to recast that role. Yeah. Why would you do that? Anything you're going to do <laughs> is going to be a downgrade. Mm-hmm, exactly. So I, I'm glad. I feel the same way. And I think it really go. what really drives the point home of that, of how perfect J.K. Simmons was for this role is yeah. Stanley went, went on record in saying that um, when uh, at the time he was hoping that a Spider-Man movie got made just as soon as possible because he always envisioned himself playing J. Jonah Jameson. But then when it came out and J.K. Simmons was casted as um, as J. Jonah Jameson, he just went on to praise and say, oh, he was the perfect vision. He was a perfect actor that 
could have pulled this off and he, yeah. he he did it was so natural so he is glad for that aspect and i think when stan lee gives you that kind of praise just to, i think that really goes to show yeah. he and is oh yeah he is yeah yeah and he just, said he's him. just such an outward character where like everything he says is not just comic book wise like you actually feel the boom or like just that's that, what i like, imagine his voice would sound yeah. like yeah. barking orders i yeah. was like dude this is it's what perfect. i heard when yeah. i was reading the comics the voice in my head Man. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, I'm excited for that. And I don't think it even matters as it's a different Spider-Man universe. He's just no. so good in the role that he'll be able mm-hmm. to play it any version. The yeah. only thing I'm wondering is how exactly he's going to like interact like with with Peter because he's going to be like kind of like on that um like a Alex Jones Infowars type of like um, where he's going to be like okay. on the internet. So it's just he's it's the Daily Bugle isn't going to be um, like a regular newspaper. So it's a modernized. It's like Daily a modernized Bugle. take on J. Jonah Jameson. Why do they have to the Alex Jones aspect? And I don't want to. Well, I think they. It. Well, that, that's when they were describing this current version that was going to be like that. You know, so, I could see it. Yeah, it's just I'm wondering how exactly he's going to enter because he's kind of kind of be doing his own thing kind of and it's the Daily Bugle isn't going to be like a newspaper nope. oh, especially because like well, that's kind of well be a different take yeah I mean, okay. in, the, so, in the original one different. Peter Parker was working for but, James I mean, Jones Jameson, yeah but I'm wondering you know, this just one, how I mean, this one like you said is going to be like more internet wise all you're going to see is him talking about Spider-Man you see, won't see no interaction maybe you will later on in the future but I mean, he, for now here's my problem with the Alex Jean, Jean, Alex Jones thing he Alex Jones is a ridiculous person and I don't really think there's much good out of you can get out of listening to his show J. Jonah Jameson in the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies even though he seemed like an asshole and he didn't like Spider-Man and he seemed like a selfish person he was obsessed with money and he was kind of greedy there's the moment in the original Spider-Man. The where first the, one. Yeah. yeah. Confronted by Green Goblin. We're yep. confronted by Green Goblin and he has a chance to give up Peter Parker and, and he, he doesn't. doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah. And doesn't. you could see behind all of the bluster and all of the show that he puts on where he's always angry. He's a good person at heart where yeah. he's not going to yeah. give somebody up. He was actually seemed like he was willing to sacrifice his life. He just likes being a hard ass. Yeah. To, it's his job to, yeah. Yeah. to protect Peter Especially Parker. In, the way it and is. So in the paper industry, like you I always have to be tough. Hope yeah. they keep that sense that despite everything you see, he is still a good person. Yeah. And he still yeah. has like that integrity and yeah. that honor yeah. amongst I mean, like, especially those who work for him and he's going to be doing whatever he can mm-hmm. to like keep like the anonymy yeah. with, with mm-hmm. that. So, and I think that was a great moment that doesn't get discussed a lot. And that's yeah. actually very true to the character in the comics. I mean, he even paid, uh, when he got in, when Peter Parker got in trouble in the comics, he actually paid uh, for for Matt Murdock to uh, be his lawyer and represent him. So that really goes to show how much he actually cares for his employees. You see the heart behind all of the anger and behind all of the Mm -hmm. bluster and everything. You could tell that at his core, he is a good yeah. person. Well, yeah. I mean, there's a deleted scene that, of him wearing that, Spider-Man. That's, that's so gonna, funny. Uh, so yeah. 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 I feel like, like an Alex Jones ver- an Alex Jonesed up version of that would be harder yeah. to sneak fit that in. Well, right. I think they meant. I, are, I didn't. I don't think they meant it as terms as like he's going to be the exact representation of that, but just like the platform and how it's going to be more of like mm-hmm. modernized internet based. So I think that's what they're going for. I know what. We'll get deep into this. For another day. I, I can right. see you guys are getting deep into this. So oh, yes. We'll say this for another topic. Another we're passionate. Day. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Well, and, I love passion. We're, and I we're love passionate. it. That's why and we're I doing this it. fucking like podcast. Oh, yeah. That's why we're here. It. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. And I love it. Like I'm saying. But <laughs> let's keep on pushing on. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, Mahershala. Mahershala Ali. Mahershala. I'm just pronouncing it the way I saw it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the way I saw it. I'm not trying to pronounce it the wrong way. But Say check it out. So right he either. is going to be the new Blade, bro. Mm-hmm. From what, If I'm not mistaken, um, how hard would it be to see him instead of Wesley Snipe for the new Blade movie? Not um, at all. I mean, oh, it's going to be hard right for me only for the aspect of Blade. It's so iconic. Like Wesley Snipes made that character. Made a lot of because uh, he, he was actually very different from how he was in the comics. In the comics, he was more kind of um, energetic. He uh, even like his powers. He wasn't like a, a hybrid, a half human, half vampire. Yeah. He um, had the he in his blood. He wasn't able to like um, uh, he wasn't able to turn into it. So if he got bit by a vampire, he wasn't going to turn into a vampire. But um, um, and he had like a supernatural sense to like he he could sense things supernaturally. Um, but. So a lot of like what Wesley Snipes, what they did with him and a lot of his characteristics, uh, characteristics, they completely changed the character and they fit, they changed that to fit the the, the comic book version. 
So it's just a lot of the aspects you see. And a lot of it was like, it, it's more hard for me because like, I felt like it was like, you know, Hugh Jackman being Wolverine or Iron Man, um, Robert Downey Jr. being Iron Man. It's just going to be hard for that aspect of yeah. like, he made this character um, his own. And it was a lot of his own personality injected into the character. And they kind of just let him kind of do whatever he wanted with the role. Um, and especially because of the fact like a lot of his action sequences were very um, real because of the fact like he had, he was a martial artist and he trained, he was, he was trained to really pull off, you know, these authentic movements. So I think for that aspect, it's just going to be a little bit hard. Like, I think he's going to be a good actor. Um, he's, he's a, I mean, he's a great actor and I think he's going to do a good job. But, um, you know, for me, it might be a situation where it's like Hellboy, like Ron Perlman was so iconic in that role. Like David Harbour did a good job when the reboot, um, but the, well, it's not, it's some, it's the movie wasn't great, but it's just like a lot of aspects of that just fit just fit Ron Perlman. And that, that's I like the same you. situation. Yeah. Like, I feel like he's going to give a good performance, but it's going to be a little bit hard to like Except. top, top what, what Wesley Snipes did. Yeah. No, and oh, that's, yeah, and that's that, honestly yeah. how it's going to be with every character. Oh, yeah. You know, like we're going to get a reboot for a Wolverine. So it's like, we already Ooh. know how iconic Hugh Jackman was. And there is no that's way to reprise though. that role yeah. because he's been in that shit for the longest fucking time. Oh yeah. So like, bringing in a new character like it's just like he says it's like it's either going to be a hit or miss either he's going to reprise the role correctly and it's going to be a new blade that's going to be dope or it's just going to be like oh he just flopped and then okay we see I don't think that's going to happen he's a great I actor. know he's a great actor I, I, know. Definitely I don't, don't think it's going to happen like him. Just, he killed it in Luke Cage just as for the fact that it's been so long since a Blade movie came out and even when it came to Logan yeah they use freaking um you know, the same actor all, after all these years and all that. Mm -hmm. But um, Hugh Jackman, you know, I, sh yeah. I, I should say. But uh, I think it's going to be a little more difficult when it comes to a Blade. Blade. Especially since right. MCU. Yeah. So, and not, not just because of that. My bad, James. Just because of the fact that they just haven't made so many moves of it. And mm -hmm. there's no different aspects of it. You know, it's just… It's like you were saying, it's either a hit or miss. Not because of the actor. I just think it's because of the storyline. All right. Here's my hot take. <laughs> I am really looking forward to seeing Mahershala Ali as Same Blade. Here. Same here. Mm, I think that he is a fucking phenomenal actor. Without like he's yes. more than mm -hmm. just a good actor. He's spectacular. If you've seen his performance in Moonlight. Oh, great. And especially um, True Detective Season 3. He fucking knocked it out of the park and acted mm -hmm. his ass off. So yeah. shout out to Mahershala Ali, yeah. one yep. of the best actors working today. Yeah. I have actor. no doubt at all that he's going to knock it out of the park. Mm -hmm. His, I, <clears throat> I'm looking forward to it and I want to see it. I mm -hmm. mean, I like Wesley. I really do like Wesley Snipes as um, as Blade, but to me, it's not a hard, uh, a, yeah. a hard switch he over. He actually fits the part too. I, and, I yeah, he definitely does. I don't. Think they could have picked a better actor? To do, do you that. guys feel like oh, yeah. that's that was the better pick over Jamie Fox? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, easily. way easily. better than Jamie Fox. Not even easily. close as far as what fitting that role. Mahershala Ali is fucking got it, dude. Yeah, mm -hmm. like Agreed. so. Moving Agreed. forward, this is what we're going with, right? Not Jamie. Yeah, Fox. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, he's spawn already, anyway, so he's he's good. Yeah. Is he spawn? Yeah. It's official. Well, he's yeah, been well, he got, yeah, he's for been, the longest. Now, like yeah, because they know he's gonna be. We know he's gonna be Spawn, but damn, I still could have seen. Well, Spawn uh, is Marvel too. No, nah, I don't. Spawn is Image. It's oh, Image, it's image yeah. bro. Image yeah, comics, bro. Image. Sorry, that last. The premier independent. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Jamie Foxx could have had that. In the you know that <laughs> foot in. You know what Jamie Foxx yeah. already did. Electro. That's the only reason why I brought it up. That's or, the only reason. No, why he didn't it. do Electro. He did um. Shocker. Shocker. No, he, he did, did Electro. He did Electro. Why am I getting… Whatever. It, it sucked. Don't and I don't think that was his fault. No, it no, wasn't. That was just the movie and the portrayal. It's just yeah. the way it happens. But um, nah. Mahershala Ali is going to mm, knock definitely. us out of the park. I definitely have agree. no doubts about it. Definitely agree. Damn. Yeah. I like that. Mm. I really do Shout like out, that. He's one of my favorite actors right now. So Yeah. He he's, is. he's a great actor. I ain't going to lie. He's a great… Freaking actor. Come to the show, bro. So I want to move on to our next topic. love you here, Mahershala. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. How do you guys feel about fans having to decide the uh, what happens next in the plot of a new comic? I know that's what happened recently. For an example, it was with uh, Jason Todd. He was killed in the death of family. Well, that was that was in the 80s, actually. Well, it's an example. That's what I was saying. Yeah. It's an example. Um, in that particular case, it worked because… um. 
it ended up becoming such a legendary, iconic storyline within mm-hmm. the comic books, mm-hmm. uh, Death in the Family. Um, however, that might be an exception. I'm not really sure if fans should have a say in how things are going. They're yeah. consumers. No. They're not creators. Exactly. Yeah. And yep. half the time, they don't even know what they fucking want. <laughs> oh, True. yeah. True. So and- do not listen to these fickle people. Let's put it in the hands of creators and artists. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely agree. I think the only reason too, it's because they didn't really know, like nobody liked Jason at the time. Like he mm-hmm. didn't compare good to Dick Grayson and people just really didn't like Robin. So it, it, I think it started off as a joke. Like, oh, we'll put this on the panel. Uh, put, uh, call in, call in if, if you want Jason to live and uh, or whatever, I ca- if you want him to live or you want him to die. And I think- Two different numbers. And I think, yeah. And I think they even like one of the number, it was one person like doing doing it like multiple times, which is what- how they racked up all of the votes for for uh, Jason to be killed. So I think it started off more as a joke. Some I don't think, dedicated fans yeah. to kill off a character. <laughs> but in the it, it, oh, at the yeah, time, know, right? at the time, I think it was very weird, and it wasn't even like like you said how like it worked out at, all together because of the history of like you know. Then you got under under the hood, under um, the which hood. which int- reintroduced Jason as the Red Hood. But that was like. 16, 17 years later. So it's like it did. It was just very weird at the time. In the long run, it might have worked, but at the time. It would just be a head scratcher. Like, you know, fans got to decide who that like, mm-hmm. this character, like Batman's Batman's sidekick died in a very brutal yeah, way, yep. like getting blown up in a in a warehouse by the Joker. After like being beaten severely. Oh yeah. So it and then betrayed by his mom. Like, oh my God, it was it was it was that was, that was a, a heartbreaking tale. Yeah. Poor Jason. But I think it's a I'm a little bit torn on it. It's just I don't feel like fans should have a direction of like what's going to happen next. I think it was more of a marketing thing. Yeah. If you want to do that, fucking start making comic books and get your way into the industry. Exactly. I feel like the whole, I feel like the Snyder Cut was good because it's like we're not getting no creative aspect from the actual fans. They just want something that's… Fans restoring the power to the artist. Not fans taking control. Yeah. Well, that's different too because there was another version of that movie. It wasn't like they had a completely… Um, add in new footage or anything like mm-hmm. that. But I, I'm a little torn because I love like the storyline they did with Under the Hood and reintroducing Jason as the Red Hood. Um, and there was a lot, and especially seeing him back in the Bat family. And Jason's a great character, so I, I'm not gonna say yeah. it wasn't a bad move overall. But it's just a little, a little bit. I don't think you know they should just do stuff like that. Maybe minimal things, but not like something as like, oh, does should this character live or die? Okay. Like if anything, I yeah. definitely disagree with that. As you know, that fact where like. They trying to give you the fans fan- the right. No, but like you don't have a right to anything. Well, yeah. Well, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dis- I hate to tell it to fans, <laughs> but you do not have activity. a right to I, anything. You're a fucking consumer. I like yeah. how you say that, but <laughs> I'll go deeper into that fact. You know, it's like you're like yeah. Um, I'm not saying we don't. We each have our own imagination. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So like, yeah, there might be some sort of story to it, but it's like like you were saying. Are you really getting paid to do this shit? Exactly. Or are you like? Are you a fucking are you writer? Known for this shit? <laughs> yeah. Like, are you? Can you write? But and I think the thing was more. It started off as a joke. I don't think the the creators really thought that people were gonna you know vote to kill Jason. And also too, nobody liked Jason, so it was kind of like that this was thing. Like oh yeah, a, like let's let's just see let's just see what people let's just see what happens. Yeah. But so. then that's just up to the directors because if they do see that a lot a lot of fans want it and then they're going to be like okay if I give them right. this they're not going to like it and right. then they decide to give the fans what they want that's when it's the biggest fucking flop and that's when they get the most critiques yep. right. and, it's like, and that's when I, and then that's, that's when they start hating their show it's like okay like I'm, I'm stop listening to the fucking fans and not what only you that fucking love like here's it's the other shit. thing no one's going to fucking tell you what to here's do here's the other thing when fans take too much control they end up having the same fucking reaction anyway so it's even a waste of time oh yeah, yeah. so People don't really want it's fickle. Yeah, you got a point. Without that, definite point. True. Definite point. Good point. Uh, so I want to move on to our next topic. Uh, Let's do it. I want to go. I'm expanding our range right now, fellas. All right. Okay. That's what we do here. I'm gonna oh, talk about Avatar, Ooh. the Last Airbender. Ah, uh, great okay. movie. Thank you, M. Night, M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> it has been the most. <laughs> <laughs> to- totally kidding, by the I'm way. I'm not going to comment. <laughs> totally, totally kidding. It has been the most watched series on Netflix these oh, past well few weeks. It was well such deserved. a great hit when we were younger. Well, it really was. Yeah, it really has. It had. Do you guys… Alright. I'm going I'm to phrase this the way I see it on my screen. Did you guys grow up watching the show? And if you did, how does it compare? And how does it hold up now? I actually didn't grow up 
really watching it. I watched a few episodes here and there, but it wasn't something that I got very into. And I haven't watched it since, again, since it hit Netflix. Okay. Though I have a feeling I probably might like it more now. I feel like you reason. might. Yeah. I feel mm. like you might. What yeah. about you, Josh? No, What's I mean, I, I watched I watched the whole series when it started, and I was I was fan. I liked it. The only felt like Aang was always doing the exact same thing every single episode. Um, but overall, just the concept of the show and the execution of it was really, really good. And honestly, rewatching it now as a Netflix series, just overall, it looks much better. You know, it's like yeah, the. I forgot what I was going to say. But yeah, just overall, how the quality of the show looks so much great. better. And it actually brings you back to when yeah. you're watching it. And you, you're like, oh shit, like this shit was dope. Like, And it's glad, and it's great to be having like those shows back, mm. you know. Like, Easily. Spend, Easily. Instead yeah. of being reboots and remakes, just bring the show back. Just better quality, you know. Like they did that with Dragon Ball. When they, with Dragon Ball Z, they did Dragon Ball yeah. in a different way. And the quality looked much better, even though the original was better. But it's still something that brings you back to what you liked before you know and it's always a good throwback definitely yeah without a doubt man like uh growing up like we were talking about you know um it was actually different from what i saw at the time you know what i'm saying like because we just saw power rangers or rocket power or or, or things like that you know what i'm saying where either they had powers or no powers but when you talk about the last airbender it's like I felt like these are cooler powers it than was because, anybody else. Because these characters more were connected to Earth. Like, they bended with what they had there. Like it's more they, that you could relate with, you know what I'm saying? Not relate with power-wise, but relate, like, with Earth or Mother Nature. Like you said, it was... You're airbending these um, powers where it's Earth, fire, water, air. and air, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, right? Air is the fourth one. So it's like... Bro, when these are more realistic powers than any other superhero than you could imagine. I ain't gonna lie. Just because of the aspect that it comes with Mother Nature. Comes with the element before elements. The elements. Yeah. Like yeah. you're saying, they come with yeah. the elements. It's more realistic, like you said. Right. Since we already have and those and we all know them. I, you guys are probably going to be shocked about this, but I actually didn't watch that show when I was at the time when it came out in like 05. Which is yeah. kind of weird because of a lot of the It seems aspects. like a Nick show. Exactly, right? Because of all the aspects of it, especially because of the the, the style the styles of Yep. No. Shout uh, Gong Fu, not not karate. Gong Fu. And karate. because of the fact of because of the fact that it I I'm so inspired and I love Hong Kong cinema and a lot of the uh, a lot of the the airbending style the styles of the bending were inspired by actual martial arts. Um the water bending was inspired by was Tai Chi. Um, Earthbending was Hungar, Hungar, um, and uh, Fire was Northern Shaolin, and Air was Bagua. So a lot of the, they really worked, did their diligence. They even hired a, prof- a martial arts um, instructor who yeah. would walk through, who would walk through these, um, the, the different, the movements with the creators so that they, they knew how to draw them and they knew how to animate them and they can get a, a sense of feeling of how things were going to go around. So they really did their dil- diligence and making sure that these bending styles complemented uh, the martial arts styles complementing the bending yep. styles and what they're going after. Um, and like for the fact it was on Nickelodeon, a lot of shows, um, like I could only name one other show that dealt with dealt with like values and morals and like on a mature level. When that was Hey Arnold, I felt like they both had those mature <laughs> themes. Um, heck, um, like you know Arnold, Arnold was very mature for his age and would like do everything yep. he can to help people. Um, and fix their problems. And then, like, you know, you you made a, a point that, like, Aang was always doing the same thing, but you got to take into fact he was only 12 years old. And he, you know, was trying not, you know, he ran away from that. From, he tried to run away from his duties. So you got to keep that in mind, um, you so know, just being that kid. Something more um, than just light entertainment. Yeah. And, and you know, a kids. lot of a lot of the morals and a lot of the values they had associated with it and making sure that um, it was just well ahead of its time. So it's like, I didn't even watch it when I was a kid. It wasn't until probably like two, two, three years ago where I actually went back and started watching it when I started getting deeper into martial arts and knowing that it was inspired heavily by Hong Kong cinema and, and different styles of, 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 of Gong Fu mm-hmm. um, when I started watching it. So it, I was just very impressed um, by like the, I, when I, when I, if I would have watched it when I was like 14, I wouldn't have understood it because, you know, it dealt with themes of like imperialism, authoritarianism, um, like um, imperialism. Yeah. God damn. Wow. 
And then, you know, even like subjugating, set, like, uh, you know, slavery. Subject matter. Yeah. yeah. New word to this. Sub, like subject and then uh, like slavery Um, and dealt with a lot of uh, ethics of like morals. And like, is it like if you're doing, if you're even if you're dealing with somebody who's like the worst case example of, of, of a person on this world, like, you know, should you, should you cross that boundary? Should you be allowed to, you know, kill this person because, um, because, you know, there's no other way or is there yep. another way? Um, so there was a lot of just mature themes and I love the action sequences and a lot of the characters felt very real, very visceral because they, even though they're extremely powerful, they had a lot of knowledge, they still had their own flaws and they still had their own insecurities. And I think um, amongst Team Avatar, they, it all represented that very well. And then, you know, when you get into like Zuko's story, like, you know, Prince Zuko, like, is honestly uh, is up there with Vegeta in terms of yeah. redemption yeah. and characters that really yep. that really changed and that really grew and that really prospered. Like it's you know you get into his story alone and it's and it's very very touching. Thank you for going to the Dragon Ball Z reference. Okay, so I'm gonna have to rewatch this because you just convinced me, Nick. Yeah, it's any sure. cartoon you guys heard it first. Yeah, like any cartoon like, show that tackles imperialism. Like he said, yeah. like when you're younger, it's like you probably don't understand the concept of the oh, cartoon. No, you you're don't, just probably no. just oh. watching it and it just seems like yeah, such a cool cartoon don't. to watch at the time. But now that you've gone through all what you've gone through throughout the time and you watch it now and you actually start seeing what the fuck they're really talking about, and you're like, oh shit. Like it relates to what's going on. It's like, oh, like, like you just said though, now that we know what they're talking about, if you were to choose a power out of the four elements, which would you use? This is the last topic you gotta for go tonight, on, y'all. So fire. if you were to go, oh <laughs> shit! All right, fire! I win. So I'm just saying, if you were to ban any of the four <laughs> elements, we already know he's going fire. Mm-hmm. But what would y'all choose? Water. Water. I'm Why? Soft. Why? Soft. Big dog. Why? I'll boil you. Actually, no. I'll just drown you out. Now chill. Chill out. Well, he could blood bend too, beer, so don't bend. forget that he can. Why? You. Why water though? Why water? Who wouldn't want to be able to harness the ocean? Was yeah, like, uh, what, what did Bruce on, Lee say? What did Bruce Lee you say? Flow like you flow like water. You ought to flow be like, like, be like water. You ought to be like water, right? Be water. Wax on I like that. Why are you fire? fire I feel like if I got drunk and I could control fire, things would end bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. It would end in too much yeah. destruction. Right, you dangerous. chose water, though. You <laughs> so, chose water, though. You're good. No, you that's why water. I said fire. Okay, so now we know that if I go out of my way and I burn shit down because I don't know he's putting that shit good. I'm just saying, I think I would be dangerous. Why are you fire? Why are you fire, Josh? Because he know. spits fire. Like Dylon. Like Dylon. Yeah. Nah, he's not pyro. Top five rappers. He's not pyro. Dylon, 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 and Dylon. Arabata! 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 Spit hot fire! You know what I heard when you were saying that? Dylon, Dylon, For those of you who get that reference. That's what I heard. What about you, Ruben? Which, which element really would you choose? Ruben. Ah, bro. I would are you avoiding it, Nick? I'm going to go last. Oh. Oh. We saved the best for last. Of course, oh, Nick. Okay. So I guess. Ruby Rubes. <laughs> um, I just like playing right, with so fire. You said water. water. I would go earth. I ain't gonna lie. Earth, earth, nice. Because I mean, it's not my choice. I'm just going against you guys. But uh, <laughs> I would go earth just because of the fact I could do earthquake. I control. Rumble. Why would you want to cause an I earthquake? Know, you man. sociopathic fuck. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean with your freaking uh, tsunami ass and shit, bro? Come I didn't say on, I wanted uh, to cause a tsunami. I just said I want to harness the powers of the to be Moses. Well, yeah, just because I, said I, I, I was part Earth, the sea. just because I was Earth doesn't mean I'm 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 just I, I'm calling I'm causing a deadly earthquake. I'm just saying I want to cause an earthquake sometimes. You know, scare people to let it be known. Ruben has spoken, and, and we got an earthquake. We and know if you get me it. mad, and if you get me mad. Okay, I'll drop a boulder on your fucking head, bro. A boulder. A boulder. That has to come wow. from the ground up before it has to go back down. That's why I said I was so Earth, I bro. I have Earth powers. I have Earth powers. Have you seen Avatar? You have, you're making me seem like you haven't even seen Avatar, bro. I'm Zuko, mother. So why would you choose what fire? What you? Huh? And I just said I like playing with fire. I know, but why? Because he's Cause a pyromaniac. He's right. I, you, I don't want to seem like a bad person that fucking just likes to burn you things. Are, like, you, you he's are. He's like Beavis on Beavis and Butthead. Fire! Yeah, I was yeah. about to say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's a good example though. Honestly, I would choose, would pick, I would choose fire. For the main, one of the main reasons, or one of the reasons too, is because that's actually the, the style of Gong Fu that I practice, Northern Shaolin. But um, I just really feel like I connect more with that element because um, to be a true firebender, you have to, a firebending master, you actually, you actually have to like, have to you have to have a sense of peace and 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 sincerity and serenity 
you need to come, you need to find like that own inner, <laughs> you need to find that own inner calmness in yourself because if not, fire can be very destructive. So nah, like, you know, and burst. the whole thing about controlling it with your breath because, you know, and they can create, they can, they're actually one of the few, they're the only ones of the elements that can create it. You don't have um, to. And they have, lighter. but you have to, it's almost like Spider-Man, like with great power comes great responsibility. You can create yep. fire. But if you're not careful, you blow it out the wrong way and it could, you know, Destroy spread. Everything. It can just spread nah. like spread Wildfire. like crazy. So that's why I feel I, Earth is more powerful though. So I get the sense that it's more about like, you know, energy, energy controlling. controlling. You know, you get that sense of like giving life and really being able, you have to be like one with yourself as in heavy order to headed, truly control as it. As heavy headed that you are and you want to break through, you always have to find that calmness it, to keep yeah. you stable. It would exactly. feel, it seemed like you would have to be a very, it would force you to be a very responsible person to control something like fire. So we know yeah. that you're the pyromaniac and you're the one exercising self-control. Calmness. Calmness. What? I'll just be blowing up fireworks. <laughs> You well, guys I think are that's, wild, then. I think that's it for today. Yeah, definitely. Is, uh, <laughs> I like I like what we had, a topic that we had today. Uh, I mean, we could funny. continue on and we definitely will because Someday. I don't agree with you guys at all. So, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, all right? So, that's why we love you, Ruben. Yes. This is episode 15 of the episode Heroes and Beans podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. Support Higher Passion Entertainment. Uh, yeah. We love you guys. All right. Thank Stay you guys. Stay Stay out there. guys. Stay Stay safe. Got this. Fight the power. Wakanda forever. Fuck the police.